0: KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern,
1: the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The organizing principle of the Great Wall is lots, lots of Chinese and American money lavished on a remarkably dull spectacle with lots of medieval Chinese soldiers, plus a European mercenary played by Matt Damon. Together, they struggle to repel waves of attacks from lots, and we are talking in the zillions now of ravening, slavering beasts that behave a lot like zombies. The Great Wall of China was not built to keep out the Mongol hordes, as we've been told, but to keep out these digital hordes, who were not, as far as we're told, asked to finance the wall's construction. That isn't a bad idea for a fantasy, but the computer-generated monsters, like the film, are numbingly repetitive and devoid of any power to scare or stir us. And what is Matt Damon doing here, aside from earning a perfectly honest living? Well, he's providing a star presence for an expensive movie, much of it in English, that was produced for the international market with high hopes that it would be a blockbuster, which it hasn't been so far. Chinese audiences, in particular, have been unimpressed. Matt Damon also seems to be channeling his inner Charlton Heston, His character, known only as William, is stolid as a fence post, except for occasional flashes of the charm Damon brought in abundance to The Martian, where he had to carry whole stretches of the movie by himself. William came to China in search of gunpowder, but he's a formidable archer and a good soul who can't resist helping the soldiers who captured him especially since their anti-monster campaign is being led by the lovely Commander Lin. She's played by Jin Tiang as a young woman warrior of unlimited courage, though limited interest in a hot love affair. Chinese censors won't allow hot love affairs, so the movie's culminating mood is one of human commonality and international solidarity. The director was Zhang Yimou, a seminal figure in Chinese film. He directed such small-scale masterpieces as Red Sorghum and *Raise the Red Lantern, then made a different sort of name for himself with lavish spectaculars like House of Flying Daggers, martial arts as MGM might have staged them, and the opening ceremony for the 2008 Olympic Games in Beijing. There's no lack of spectacular sequences in The Great Wall. It's the most expensive movie ever produced in China with fancy weaponry that's meant to show how technologically advanced the inner kingdom was. That means incendiary arrows, giant harpoons, explosive grenades, aerial balloons that predate the Montgolfier brothers by several centuries— and an elite battalion of female fighters in gorgeous blue uniforms who swoop down on the monsters like acrobats in a circus designed by Busby Berkeley. Yet there isn't a lot of levity, let alone exuberance. Even the 3D effects are flat, though I did enjoy dodging one lethal discus. I'm Joe Morganstern, I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.